0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Up Level Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich. I am a business growth strategist and mindset coach, and I love helping women grow their businesses in a way that brings them more joy by sharing simple strategies for growth, helping you rewire your mindset, and providing that accountability to make it all stick through this podcast and providing tips and tricks and just relatable, authentic stories each and every week right here. You can also go and join the Up Level Lounge on Facebook. That's our free group, another great place for accountability. And if you want even more in-depth accountability, reach out to me to find out more about my current coaching programs, because that's where my passion is. I love it. I love it. And today, what we're going to talk about is a very, very simple concept to help you rewire your mindset when it comes to selling. If you're like me, you probably, and you might be there right now, but you've probably had a stage where you just have told yourself, I don't like selling. I don't like sales. And I was there. I remember getting done with my online business manager certification and thinking like, I'm never going to be successful at this because I hate selling. I'm not good at sales. And thinking back to that, I kind of laugh now because I'm inherently good at sales, but not in a way that I was associating sales at the time in my brain. So many of you don't know a lot of these things that I'm going to share right now, but my very first job, very first job, was a manager for an organic blueberry farm. So that goes back to my roots of loving agriculture. And what did I have to do at the blueberry stand? I had to sell blueberries, believe it or not. Now, people were already going to come there to pick blueberries. So it wasn't like it was very hard to sell, but there was a piece of selling because I wanted to form relationships with those people so they wanted to come back again. And and part of that was educating myself around the blueberries, how many different blueberry varieties existed, how long had the farm been in existence, what were some of the sustainable agricultural practices that were going on, what types of pests were threatening to the blueberry production, when was the best time of year to come, harvest blueberries from different parts of the farm, right? Learning all that and being able to explain that to clients and customers, not clients, but being able to just have authentic conversations because... Even if it was someone's first time to the farm, when I created that connection, that was essentially selling and and they had a need. They wanted to know more. And what were the benefits of consuming blueberries and the natural antioxidants and what made us organic? What did that truly mean? And that was before organic was such a trendy term, right? But really understanding that, and I was young, I mean, that was gosh, I was just driving. So I started that before I actually had a driver's license the first summer. And so my parents had to drive me. So probably 14 is when I had that first job. Maybe I was 15. I don't remember. But anyway, that became my summer job and it was amazing. And I I made friendships and relationships that, you know, were, were literally cultivated inside of a blueberry stand. But that was selling in a way that I didn't even realize because what I was doing was helping people understand the benefits of something that they were purchasing and then becoming people who were going to continue to invest, right? I was creating that that customer life cycle. So that was my first job. And then my first paying job out of college, well, I guess I should back up. My summer job while I was in college was really, really cool. I worked at Curriedale Farms, which is a farm and ranch store on the Southern Oregon coast. And I was essentially like an assistant manager. And I did everything from checking in inventory to, um, renting U-Hauls to hauling dog food and, you know, chicken feed out to people's cars. And that was a whole different way of selling as well. But again, I didn't Think of myself as a salesperson. Instead, people would come in and they would say, hey, I'm looking for such and such, or I have this issue, what would you recommend? And it was about educating people. And they had a need and I was helping solve for that. But I didn't associate myself, I would have never called myself a salesperson. I wasn't. I didn't do selling, but of course I did, right? But you're seeing like my brain didn't allow me to realize... I was selling anything. I was there to serve customers. That's what I was trained to do. And my boss and now very, very dear friend Nellie was somebody who instilled in me this passion for an incredible client experience. And if you coach with me, you hear me talk about client experience a lot. And that was deeply rooted in me as a person, but Nellie really helped just make that piece of things blossom for me and realizing that if you focused on the client experience and focused on really taking care of your clients, like that's what would help get you to the next level. And, and I've really built my business around that. So that was my second job in sales. My next job was when I graduated college, I got a job for a um, very large animal health company and I had a territory And I was a territory sales manager, but again, wouldn't have thought myself as a sales manager. And I remember hating that title um, because I didn't like selling to people. I liked going into farm stores and veterinary practices and telling them about new products and helping them figure out what their clients were asking for, their customers were asking for, and telling them what products we had to offer that might fill that need. Okay. You hear this word coming up need. So again, even though I had an actual title of being a salesperson, I would have never called myself a salesperson. Didn't think of myself as a salesperson. I like to build relationships, fulfill needs, and just cultivate Interactions with people that led to solutions, right? That's what I allowed myself to be comfortable with, but I wasn't a salesperson. Like, ew, gross. That sounded icky. I wasn't even about to associate myself with that term. And I didn't believe I was good at selling. I was good at talking to people, I was good at helping people find solutions, but selling, no, that was like on them to decide. So I'm laughing to myself, as I'm telling you this story, because of course I was good at selling, but again, didn't want to associate with that in my own brain. So then fast forward to my online career, right? And, and like I mentioned at the beginning of this, I got done with my OBM certification. I was like, I'm never going to be able to sell this because I'm not good at sales. And ridiculous, right? If I had said that out loud to myself as my coach, I would have said, hold on, let's talk about this. Let's, let's gather. What evidence do we have to show that you're, you're not good at sales? Is that really true? And then I would have done an inventory and I would have gone back through and looked at my history with selling and realized, oh my gosh, you are a salesperson, Melissa. Like, are you kidding? You've just never, you've never liked that title. Then I would have worked on rewiring my thought process around are all sales gross? Of course not. I love to be sold to. I love to walk into a store and say, here's what I'm looking for. Can you help me solve this? Because I have a need and somebody is able to help me fulfill that need by giving me options and solutions, right? So when you simply rewire your mindset to say, when I show up to a call, the person on the other end of that Zoom call has a need and I can solve that need through my services or my products, that changes everything instead of, I have to win this or, oh my gosh, I have to sell my services. No, they have a need. And then you have to believe in yourself and what you offer enough to say, I see their need and I can help with that. And when you start thinking about that exchange in that way, so like I always did without even realizing it, right? When you rewire your mindset to say, I'm not selling in a way that is gross. I am selling in a way that's fulfilling somebody's desire to have their needs met. It changes everything. It's not about winning. It's not about having to make the sale. It's about saying, I have a solution and I believe in the results I'm able to get people and you have a need and I want to help you with it. So let's partner up together. That changes everything. So stop thinking about, Sales as a gross thing and start thinking about it as an authentic way of helping people meet their needs. Okay. You're able to do that. You're that missing link. You're that conduit to getting them to the next thing that they need or want in their business journey. So you aren't a salesperson who's icky. You're a person who has a business that can sell a service that meets a need and you can do it authentically. So when I go back through this, this inventory of, of my life and how deeply rooted in sales, everything is, it's mind blowing. Right. But what's different is it was always authentic. It was always based on meeting the needs of the customer first. And I think if you can think about that and say like, does that resonate with me? And does that really light me up and making sure that people are taken care of, and that I'm able to listen to them and hear what they need and decide if I can help with that need, heck yes, I'll get on a quote unquote sales call because I'm there to help people. And the more people I can help, the better, because that's going to be more results for them. And oh, by the way, what does that mean? That means more money for me and more success and more growth. And that means then I can do more things and help people in bigger ways, right? And maybe part of what drives me is The more money I can make, the more I can contribute to a cause or to a, you know, future for my family that wasn't possible before. So you start seeing how all of this ties together, but it's really rewiring our our brains around how we feel about sales and making sure that we are not tricking ourselves into thinking that sales is icky because it's not when it's authentic, when you are focusing on the need and the fulfillment of that need. And when you believe that what you offer can really help people. Then things start to shift. You start to gain traction and a and a layer of confidence that you've never felt before. Because if you show up to a sales call and you feel like a salesperson and you're not focusing on the need that the other person has and how you can confidently solve that, people feel that. They don't resonate with the energy that you're putting out the same way as if we switch the tables here and you show up to a call and you want to hear about their need. And you're very confident in the fact that you can help them. And you talk about that. I hear your need, and this is how I can help you fulfill that need and get to a solution. There's a difference. There's a there's a shift that happens and they're like, let's do this thing. So what you can do right now today is to start doing some inventory on your mindset around sales. How do you feel about sales? What are the stories you're telling yourself and how actually are you good at sales that you're not recognizing? And how can you really step into that space a little bit more and realize that you are able to sell with confidence, especially when you focus on the needs. What are the needs of your prospects and your customers and the the people that you truly wanna work with and how do you solve those needs? That's it. That's the foundation. And when you get clear on that and you get clear that there are needs and you can meet those needs through X, Y, and Z, insert your services there, the confidence comes, but you have to believe yourself first. You have to believe that you can fulfill those needs of your clients. And that it's not about sales. It's about providing solutions for business owners to also meet their goals in a way that's authentic and that's an alignment and that you're excited about. You will start to see a shift, but you have to believe it. You have to believe yourself first. So you've got to get yourself right before you're going to ever be confident and successful consistently with sales. Okay. So if you have a problem with closing discovery calls, or even asking for discovery calls, I want you to do a little bit of work on yourself and say, why aren't these happening easily? Because they should, because I am talented and I do have the ability to help people, and why, what is blocking that specifically? Am I viewing myself as a sleazy car salesman, right? We've all heard about that analogy. So I would ask you, have you ever known of a car salesman that wasn't sleazy and that you actually really appreciated? Because I have. I've had a lot of really great car salesmen that have really helped me. And that I've gone in and said, here's what I want, tell me about what you have to offer me, and also what I'm not thinking of. Mo, um, this year here in Las Vegas, he's amazing. I'm super sad that we're gonna move away from Las Vegas because I would buy every car in the future from Mo because he's amazing. I bought two vehicles while we live here, while we've lived here in Las Vegas from Mo because he was no BS and down to earth, and he wasn't there to sell anything to me. He was there to help me figure out what type of vehicle I needed to fit the needs of my family. And he listened and he did the work and he helped me realize things I wasn't even thinking about. And so he's an amazing car salesman, right? So I want you to think about why am I associating sales with something bad? And have I ever had a good experience with sales? And the answer is going to be yes. You've had lots of good experiences with sales. So think about something recent. Think about something that was a big change in your life, right? How, how you were able to get to a new solution or fulfill a need because somebody helped you purchase something that solved a problem, right? That's still sales, but it didn't feel salesy. So I want you to think about sales that didn't feel salesy to you. And then think about when you sold something to someone that didn't feel icky to you, what was authentic about that? Why was that situation different? But remembering this is about a need. People are coming to you with a need and you can solve that need through your services. So being very, very mindful of the stories that we are allowing to control the narrative in our brain when it comes to sales. So that's my challenge to you this week is to think about sales differently than you're currently thinking about it and see how you can get a little bit more excited about asking for sales calls or conducting sales calls, how you can get more confident and excited about the services you offer because you're simply fulfilling someone's need. Because people are coming to you with the same thing. They're all coming with a need. And your job is to identify, can I fulfill that need with my services? And if so, let Them know how. All right. So I'm super excited to hear what came up for you after listening to this episode. Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram or come over to the up level lounge and share with us there because this stuff is what. exciting to me. I I come here each and every week to provide these little nuggets of motivation and um, exploration in terms of behind the scenes of what's gotten me and continues to get me to where I am on my journey of growth with my business. But I want to hear from you. I want to know that like when you listen to this, that light bulbs start to come on. So please come and share with me. Thank you so much for continuing to show up week after week. I appreciate you so very much. Have a wonderful week. And here's to selling in a way that feels confident and authentic and meets people's needs. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Uplevel Lounge podcast. If you're ready to take massive action in your business and want the guidance and accountability to get you there, head over to melissafroelich.com to find out the ways we can work together. See you here again next week.